We're so excited to announce our partnership with the Senior Living Transformation Summit. Join us in Boston on February 26th and 27th with a collaboration of senior living leaders who are at the cutting edge of digital transformation and catering for baby boomer residents. Learn about innovative approaches to business systems to make recruiting, retaining, and supporting staff easier and more efficient. To find out more, visit SeniorLivingTransformation.com. Welcome to the Challenging the Way We Age podcast, hosted by the Mavericks of Senior Living, Francis and Catherine, focusing on creativity, ingenuity, and inspiration to educate and inspire changes in the senior experience, breaking the status quo. We want to thank our supporters, Assured Assisted Living, Serenity App, Sevens Home Care, and Sevens Residential Memory Care. Now get ready for the next episode. Hey Mavericks, we are excited to be here today. This is Catherine Wells, your Chief Inspiration Maverick. And I'm Francis Lagasse, your Chief Curiosity Maverick. And we are here on a nice cold and snowy day in Denver with a special guest from the land of Florida. <laughs> who did not bring sunshine. Not bring sunshine. <laughs> Mr. Chris Channa. The land of Florida. I like that. Mr. Mr. Chris uh, is the founder and CEO of Chelsea Place Senior Care, which has both day programming or adult day, assisted living, and home care. So, Chris, thanks for joining us and thanks for coming thanks. from uh, Florida. No, thanks. Thanks for having me today. I'm excited. You know, <laughs> I feel like we just were uh, exploring this conversation here just a few weeks ago. I think yep. just briefly, Catherine and I explored it. So, to be here is awesome. So, thank you. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Well, let's talk senior living. Yes. Um, why don't you tell us, Chris? Tell us what you're up to. What do you have going on there in Florida? And all, all sorts of stuff, um, you know. So I, I guess in, in uh, you know in Florida right now, I mean, Florida's just uh, you know mass. There's just massive growth in the senior care space for sure. Uh, definitely on the assisted living side. Um, you know, when we when we first started, my wife and I, we, we started with a small little you know smaller assisted living facility, uh, more of a home like environment. You know, we have about 12 residents that you know live in our assisted living facility, and then. We, li- we actually, my, the unique part about it is my wife and I lived there for the first uh, three and a half years of, of our marriage. So it's kind well, of like, how early in your marriage did you guys live there? So, so it's early, like day one. Really? <laughs> wow, you are brave, so, courageous So here, here's the story. Like, like we, we were engaged and um, I was, uh, I was, I had just finished school, moved down to, uh, you know, Port Charlotte to purchase this assisted living facility. She was finishing up school at UF. Okay. And and so um, we were going. To, we were getting married in June of uh, 20, uh, 2012, and so it was just after she had finished school. It was the summer just after she had finished her school up at UF, and so basically she gets done. She goes out to the Bahamas, gets us ready for like the the wedding, and then I meet her out there. We we, we, we do our you know get married, do our honeymoon, and then literally come back and move into the assisted living facility. Like, <laughs> I bet that is not a very common story. I'm thinking, like wow. It's like day one, married, uh, you know, moved into assisted So living, you know? what, how'd you do this? And what, what's the name of your community? Uh, so we actually, I named it after Chelsea. Uh, so it's called Chelsea Place Senior Care. And um, Chelsea is? And Chelsea's my wife. Okay. Yeah, yep, yep, Great. sorry, yeah. Uh, yeah, so she's, uh, so we named it after her. Um, you know, she really has been through it all with me. It was, it was one of those times where it was, it was a very, like when I look back, I'm like this is crazy. Like I can't believe she actually stayed. <laughs> the fact that and then the fact that we like lived there for three and a half years. And the only two things that she made me do um, to, in order for her to like make that work uh, for her is is one we had to when I was renovating the bathroom that we we used, like we had to put a bathtub in it, even though I knew that I was not to like pull that out someday because it wasn't right. going to be appropriate for us. Uh, so it was like that was one request. Okay. 
And then That's the other fair. one was that we needed a uh, an above ground swimming pool, you know. So I put I put one okay. in the backyard, you know. So we made a little environment for ourselves. But we, I mean, but we lived there for three and a half years. So That's that, awesome. was, that was the the two sacrifices I, sacrifices I had to make because she made her a much bigger That's one. That's so. commitment, though. Isn't I think it? so too. Yeah. yeah, and I'm really curious, and I bet our listeners are too. What was that experience like for you? So I I think when I was like when I was at that age and kind of like trying to start my own business and and, and go through that process. Like I, honestly, like as a as a startup, like I, I like I look back at that time and I almost tried to hide that, you know, in a sense. It's a heck of a story, though. No, I, I, so I know that now, oh, okay, right? Okay. But like when you're starting out and someone's like, well, "So where do you live?" You're like, "Oh, down you know, the street." In, in, <laughs> like at my work, you know, like in, you know, next to uh, Sarah's room. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like it's just a weird. Like, yeah. Psychologically, when I was trying to get started, right. like I'm trying to, I'm only 23. Like I'm trying to create this like like wow. like persona of being a professional, mm-hmm. you know, and, and trying to prove to the community that I can do this. Sure. And so like kind of facing that uh, initially in a, in a town where it's kind of like this good old boys network. Mm-hmm. Um, but like but looking back, like honestly, like now I'm just it, it is the it was the reason it was essential for me to be like where I am today to understand what it's like to like what like whether mm-hmm. you're caring for your mom or dad like to to understand what that's like, whether you're living with them. Or you're just going through like the process of having to, you know, kind of you know you know care for them, but you're still trying to work. Because yeah. like in some ways, like I'm 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 trying to get you know Miss Sarah ready for the day, but like because I have a nine o'clock meeting I have to get to, but my my shift doesn't start or like the the girl that's going to relieve me doesn't come in till like eight forty five, you know, and right. so like. I'm like dressed up for the day, ready. You know, I'm running. I go get her. I go get. You know, I'm I'm in a suit. I got a tie on. I got, I'm 23. I'm trying to like look a little bit more professional. You know, now I'm like okay, golf, golf shirt and shorts and you know, soon to be flip flops. But um, but the point <laughs> is like back then I was trying to prove something. You know, and yeah. And so long story short, like I would go help her out. You know, she and 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 I'd be getting her ready for the day, and then I was like trying to rush and go to work to go market or uh-huh. to go inform the community of like what it is that we were doing. So I think when it comes to like understanding like what it's like to be a family caregiver, it gave me one of the best perspectives like I think people could ever have because you're living in that environment and trying to do your family thing and trying to do like, you know, like, you know, you know, Chelsea and I are trying to start our marriage. You know, I'm trying to go out and market and run, run the business, but I'm also still a caregiver, you know. And so that experience really taught me so much, you know, from the mindset of a, of a caregiver. So. Yeah, I would think so. I can't imagine anything that can replace that. You can't train that, right? That's an experience that you have. Yeah. And what was then, what was your hardest challenge of that? Because obviously you had, you you were the epitome of a a professional slash family caregiver. What was that challenge? Uh, honestly, like like when when it comes to caregiver burnout, because like I look at like myself and I think about how, um, you know, like I like I look at how I want our staff and our and our folks to treat our residents, you know. Um, but like, and I could never understand like how could someone ever get upset with their mom or dad, you know? But sometimes that like twenty four seven, like like where you just whether it's day and night and you can't stop thinking about that person, you know, they're okay, what's going on? Or the middle of the night you have a hard time sleeping because you're kind of like half asleep. Cause you're like, you don't know if they're going to get up in the middle of the night, if they're going to need help or if they're going to hit the call button, you know, there's just this like constant state of anxiety. So like, it, like, it really does something to people that they just, you can't explain it. No family member from afar will ever understand it. And you know, when I think about it, I remember I hadn't left the facility for 30 days. Like I was literally like day and night, hadn't gotten in and out of my vehicle, didn't even go outside of the building probably for 30 straight days, kind of like during this early like grind. 
And I'll never forget when the I got an opportunity just to go down to like McDonald's for like uh, a chocolate shake, and it was the greatest. I felt like going to the Bahamas and sat on the beach. <laughs> like it was this, it was like a ten it minute was little a true breather. vacation. To yeah, McDonald's. And, yeah, and it was just like it was just like that 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 breather that like almost like I I feel like families need and and, and to understand that like you need to take those breaks. The reason why I love this this daycare center like concept that we've created. So can you elaborate before you go into that? Yeah. Tell us what daycare is. Like what is, yeah. what really is that? So our listeners sure. can sense. Sure. And, and I want to like circle back on to mm-hmm. your point that you were talking about too, because I think it's, it's important. Um, but like, uh, so we, we, we refer to it as daytime senior care activities or adult daycare or senior daycare. And, okay. and in, in our environment, it's, it is a standalone uh, setting. Um, and, and we basically are uh, another alternative. I always say we're an alternative to in-home care. So, okay. Uh, we have our own home care agency as well, but like I think you know, for families that are saying like, and 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 kind of like to basically answer the point of like why daycare, but also to the point of like the per, the, the getting inside of the brain or the the mind of the of the individual is can you imagine like waking up and realizing that all your all your friends are gone, they're all dead, like you have no one to talk to, you're in this house by yourself, your family's an hour away, and all like what do you do? And, yeah. and you can barely get around. You can't drive. Like, mm-hmm. can you imagine being in this scenario where that, that's your life? Like, this is it. This and, is what retirement is. And, and you have multiple people taking care of you. And they change a yeah, lot. Right, right. So, and that might be the only thing you even look forward to. Hmm. And maybe mm-hmm. before that person, like, Didn't comes in, that. you know, like, maybe before that person comes in to see you, like, the, all you thought was like, like, like in my mind, I like the, what scared the heck out of me is like, this is what my life looks like. <laughs> Nothing about that is living, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think, you know, when I thought through home care, it's like, you know, even having our own home care because I think you know, home care is a necessity, and everyone's different, you know. But, but at least I was just kind of putting myself in the frame of mind of like, what happens when I get to that age? And you know, I'm a social person. I like to be out and around people, and I like to experience new things. And if I can't do that, like, what's my life going to be like? Because I ain't gonna like, like that life's gonna suck. So like I, 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 and this is what I realized that this daycare was so powerful because it got you around other people that are in the same exact, you know, position or same spot in life. You know, so it's like, you know, all of these folks that come to the center. They're, they're all in very similar situations on their own, but it's this. This is the this is the club or the the social gathering where these people that are all suffering. Whether it's maybe some folks might have some cognitive you know function, uh, maybe uh, maybe or you know some other folks are suffering from some of those physical limitations, but they can be themselves in this environment and be safe and have fun and interact with each other and be around people and have something to look forward to. Really, actually, finally have a purpose in life. You know, have. Have, have a meaning in, it's in our life. our favorite word, you know? purpose. Yeah. Purpose driven. That's yep. right. That's what this is all about. You yeah. Know? And, yeah. Uh, and I think I, that's, what, that's when I saw that in those people and them find a sense of purpose again, I was like, oh my God, this, this, like, this has to be everywhere. Like, we need to put this everywhere. Because yes. nothing the home care or nothing the daycare or nothing the home care or assisted living could ever do could really replicate what the center can do for people. So know? that's the the center for daycare the adult daycare and then you mentioned you also have home care Uh, we have home care as well yep and how do you create purpose-driven care in home care you know that's it's it's definitely hard i feel like a lot of times it comes down to the individual like like meaning the caregiver and 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 matching that caregiver up uh with the right person in the home and and that's not easy like i i've i've learned you know it, it is a it really takes 
a really good understanding from the home office. And that's why sometimes like, I think technology can aid in it, but it's like, I think there's intuition that like your staff can have where it's like this person would be good with this person or this person would be good with that person that like sometimes I don't know if technology can fully automate that you know um, I'm trying to design our positions to be a certain type of like so meaning if we have like two positions where they're going to be more like um, they're, they're, they're more like uh, drama oriented they're more you know like kind of like the folks that we met this morning at your mm -hmm. place you know like they're, they're just outgoing and fun and like energetic and like they have a caring personality but they almost have like this like like theatrical like like you know uh kind of behavioral uh you know mo motif or whatever about them that makes them like you know really engaging you know that makes them a great activities person where you might have someone that's like more soft-spoken and laid back and wants to read books and like that person might be great like so it's like trying to find like okay this high energy person would be great for mrs you know smith yeah and then this person yeah. would be good for this person because they could like read books and do those things together and, and go to comes, museums, you know. That it's comes like, more from you knowing your care staff, right? Yeah. And knowing your residents. But like, but like when it comes back to like, how do you get purpose for those, you know, the people mm -hmm. in home care? Um, you know, if we can't get them into the center, mm -hmm. then it's really trying to find like, how can we connect them with the right caregiver? The one that like is gonna really give meaning to their life, you know, and it's gonna be that person they're gonna bond with that like becomes their new friend that they look forward to, you know? And, uh, and I know sometimes like we have a gentleman right now who's super independent and he's like living with us like not necessarily because he needs the care but he needs it's more of a sobriety issue you know and he's and he's older he's a senior you know but it's like he needs he needs more of just like making sure he doesn't get into the, the yeah. liquor cabinet you yeah know? So it's I mean like, that loneliness and isolation would and it's like trying to find someone that can he can connect with that like he really looks forward to taking him out gotcha. and maybe going to like the war museums or like going to like the like the military type stuff and like really being able to like enjoy things that he likes and this person can do it with him so like, we're trying to find him like a couple different guys right now they can like go do the fishing trip or like go mm. do the thing that like you know he would enjoy to do that's, that's gonna make his life special <laughs> cool. you know what is your biggest challenge either across you know if you if it's broad across all three or do you have a different challenge that you battle with for each one of your you know businesses I, you know i think they're all like different you know as far as challenges you know i think assisted living we have this massive um, kind of like over building of assisted living facilities. Um, you know, I think with the Do you mean more in Florida or in general? I, I think in general. I think it depends on the area. You know, I, I think I think if you get down to like really specific ge geographies, I, th I think you know there's certain areas that may be underserved. But I think when you look at the market from a holistic perspective, um, you know, I, th I, th I really believe we're. I mean, I read it. I mean, I read like I've sensed it. But then I've been kind of diving deeper into like, and I looked at all the communities that were put up in our area, you know, and like the number of beds that have been like added to our county versus the number of people that have like migrated to it. You know, it's, mm. it's just, it just is not in this, it's, it's, there's not an equilibrium there. That like, I would say all the big boxes in our area are sitting around 60% occupancy. Well, so you say 60? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is low. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those things that like, you know, it, you know, is, is is I think we're just we're just having have a massive change like happening in the in the assisted living marketplace. I think there's systemic problems throughout. <laughs> um, it's just like how do yeah, which one do we attack first? <laughs> what are some of the ways that you think you can create hope to really overcome those challenges? I think that you know the the big box play is probably not what the future is going to look like when it comes to uh, care. Uh, I think it'll be a part of it. So I, I'm grateful that we're not necessarily that play, or, you know, um, 
but I, I think what's cool about this is that I think there's gonna be like one thing that's been interesting is is over time and I was I was kind of like doing a generational study or like learning about just the different generations and it was interesting how much of, and I didn't realize this but like how much of an effect the baby boomer generation actually had on like like the entire country as a whole and and I was like wow like, like just to think like like all the things that like they demanded or like wanted and like they came to fruition because of of their persistence in like wanting to change things up so I think the hard part is, is I think that you know when you look at the big box model, like you know even there's even though there's some that are like really like wow this is super fancy, I still feel like they still are like you know sticking to a 20 year old model that that the baby boomer generation is not even like necessarily considering yet, you know, or mm. maybe you know it's not even on the radar yet. Something that you said to me when we were just chatting before we started recording, you said I want to bring fun back into senior living. Yes, it, and this is one of the ways that you're yeah. doing it. What else are you doing around fun? Like you know when I when I envision our future senior day, like our senior center that we're creating, like like you know we're gonna we're gonna have like a a seaplane coming out of the wall. It's gonna like it's gonna look like something straight out of Margaritaville. Like we're gonna have our own Love signature it. cocktail drinks that are like um they will be non-alcoholic probably but they'll be like a signature <laughs> Chelsea yeah. place like yeah. turquoise color drink oh, that like we'll have right. in all of our locations. Like you know it's just like something like you know that you just you're like what like this is yeah. for like seeing like, uh, this wouldn't even like it wouldn't even my goal would be like you'd come in and be like what this is for like this is for us like this is for you know I would love for them to just you know have this totally different experience when they walk in the door you know uh, my favorite stories are when I talk with the folks uh, the staff members of any kind from the dining room to whoever and I get that huge smile from right. them where they say I get to come in here every day and right. be with these people those are the ones it's, that it's, I just it warms my it, heart it, it's electrifying like, it, it really is. like it, it's, it's a exciting. good word but yeah. it goes to show though that no matter where you are in senior living there might be a fit for you right right and that's yeah. what you keep exactly. talking about yeah. is that yeah just because you might not want to be in a chef or a cook or right. you might not want to do direct hands-on care per se there could be these roles right. that we've never really developed 100%. in senior living. I think, I think like, you know, it's like, and I think that, that like when I look at it and, and I think I've always had a really soft spot here because like, like with the activities, I, I didn't know it at the time, but it was one of my favorite things to do at our assisted living facility. I, I didn't realize that that, that passion for activities would like really translate to this like totally like different senior center program that we've created. Mm -hmm. But I will I remember like taking like and playing like balloons with my residents and stuff like that. But like I always took it to an extreme of like trying to like like juggle like five balloons in the air at the same time, to the point where like they're <laughs> like you know, I'm like I'm hitting them and hitting them back and like we're, and they're all like like and they're all laughing at me because like I'm like like falling all over the place and like you're being the clown I mean, exactly and, and I mean, they exactly. can enjoy though exactly yeah. and, and and so like. You know, I look back and you know, it may have been a simple like activity, maybe not been something that exciting, but they but they're all laughing. So I think my my entire goal like was to always make them laugh. Like if I could just make yeah. them laugh and smile, like and and actually like just you know I think have that's fun. That's a great goal. You know? And and um, if we could do that, then then at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what you play. Like I always tell my staff, like it's not about the activity; it's about the experience that we create around the activity. The activity is just a tool. But it's the experience we create using that activity that is that is the actual like you know. The reason I why love we're there. that. So in creating hope, you're doing a couple of things. You're you have the bright colors and the the environment that doesn't feel like typical senior living. Right. And you do more of a an approach where you're engaging and and sparking joy in exactly. a fun maybe drama kind of way right exactly yeah like if someone wanted to do a cartwheel and like or like do something silly like like just to make a laugh like to have them laugh like that like i'm 
totally cool. Do you with do that. cartwheels? I don't do cartwheels. I can't do <laughs> but, them anymore. But do I you do think, them, Francis? Do you do cartwheels? I could. I don't know. We'll see. I don't want to find out. I might be able to. I might entertain some people when I fall. We can have my daughter do cartwheels. There we go. But and that's what I love too, like bringing kids like into that environment. Oh, the intergenerational. Absolutely. There's all kinds of studies on that, and and the impact on. Um, loneliness, isolation, purpose, everything right. Right. related to having kids in the environment. What you're doing there sounds really unique and interesting, and I'm excited to be sharing this with our audience. Tell us what one thing you really would like to leave our audience with in terms of challenging today's senior living. Um, so I, I really feel like when we think about senior living, we have to think about it like from from like entirely different perspective like so ground up from technology to the care coordination to the training to the financing to um just the entire process even the future like like say five ten years from now like nothing's private pay so it's completely funded by medicare advantage like does anyone even know what that looks like or what we need to be be like when we're there um you know how important is case management going to be in as, as part of being you know internal and external um so I think like when we design this package, like how, how can we design this thing different from the ground up? And it, we need so to So is that what inspire. you're challenging? Yeah, and the challenge is like, right. I want to walk into your building and be like, wow, that, I've never seen that, that before. Is that new. is revolutionary. I but do you it. think it's, I'll uh, challenge you on this, is it more than just the building? Because everything yeah, you uh, talked okay, about, well, well, what I mean by, yeah. uh, no, it's okay. What yeah. I mean by that is everything you talked about was actually implementation. It wasn't, des- I mean, design was a small part of it, yeah. but you talked about the activities the engagement, the purpose. Right. We have to help people like caregivers and and people coming into this position at entry level positions and help them understand like what they want out of this experience. Mm. You know, so like so it really comes down to this like like something that we're 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 rolling out in the 2020s is is all of our interviews now are all about you. You like, as the caregiver. Like like yeah, like, what do you want? Like, you know, why are you here? What do you want? What do you want out of your life? You know, how bad do you want this What's out your of your purpose? life? What's your purpose? What's your huh. why? And then if I can figure out like, so, and just having a general idea, like on that on that piece of paper, like starting out, maybe you don't even know, maybe you need help figuring that out. Like now, if I can help you understand that and then design a path of, a pathway for you to get to where you want to go within our, our company or even get you along a path that's going to help you achieve then whatever is next for you. I think we'll get such deeper engagement and, and enjoyment out of roles and, and, and reduce this whole, you know, uh, just turnover rates and all these issues that we're having at a systemic level and education too. Like for instance, like one of our caregivers, she bought a car. She's like, oh, I bought this car. She's like all excited about it. I'm like, I'm like, oh, so tell me about it. like, you know, because I, I was like, I was like, I thought we were gonna talk about this for you about the car because I was gonna help her buy the car, like, at least like, <laughs> like, like, like how to go through the process. And she's like, well, and I'm like, well, how much, how much are you paying in the interest rate? She's like, I, I don't know, it's 500 bucks a month. I'm like, it's five, okay, well, you, what's? And she's like, well, it's 18. I'm percent like, I'm like, what? Yikes. You know? So my point is, that she hasn't. She, she didn't know. Doesn't even know. Yeah. It doesn't even mean anything. Right. You know. Yeah. So, so my thing is, is like. You know, we need to provide all of our folks at entry level positions basic economics and, uh. and just financial stewardship in their own homes and help them understand so we can help them help themselves through this 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 process. Now, of course we're not gonna help everyone, right? I mean people are gonna do what they wanna do and you know, but there's gonna be some people that we can help. 
And it, I think if, you know, for those that we can really provide some guidance there and really focus on that training side of it. And if I could take that person that's an entertainer and get them an entertainer spot, if I could take that person that was had more administrative skills and give them an, in, in an administrative spot, if I could take that person that was like, hey, I just want to care for people. Like I've, I've, mm-hmm. I've made my money. I mean, maybe, it's not, maybe it's not about money anymore. I just want to take care of people. Like give me 20 hours a week and I can help her find enjoyment working with someone there. And it's really just trying to get these folks that are coming into this industry involved in the right areas in the industry that makes it enjoyable for them you know Um, and it's a great way to look at hiring though yeah it really is it is and anytime you can help someone grow professionally and personally on the job they're going to be more committed and more excited 100 percent and and i think it's and i think it's our responsibility going forward just like francis doing such a great job with the housing side of it you know it's like i think it's our responsibility going forward to help people through this process like i like like i would love to see like us, like when we grow older, like have our own university that we send all of our nurses to. Like, like, like people could like literally go into Chelsea Place University and receive an RN degree, and like leave there with all the training, and actually then come back into our company in a different role. Hmm. You know, where we could help help mold that experience. You know, based on you know how we you know how that role works in our operation you know yeah. so um but one yeah. of the things we talk about on the podcast sometimes is it, as an industry we talk a lot we right. talk about change exactly we don't always yep. take action and it and it's yes, not to say so that true. people don't want to take action right. it we all know the realities of this industry but what i'm hearing in what you're doing is action and and I think that you are starting to break some of the rules, and I love that. And I love breaking rules. Like Chris, thank so you we'll, so we'll, much. Chris, how can they find more about you? Oh yeah, sure. Um, so uh, <laughs> you know, uh, LinkedIn, Chris, you know, Chris Chana, K R I S, uh, last name Chana, C H A N A, or ChelseaPlaceCare.com. ChelseaPlaceCare.com is our website for uh, Chelsea Place. So. And we will put all of that in the show notes and comment section as well, too, so that you can see Chris's spelling of his name and also the web address. Awesome, man. I really, I really, so. really appreciate you guys. Thank you for I love the energy, though. It's too. nice. Yeah, it's, I do, it's, too. It's, it's good it's refreshing, to, isn't it? to have that yeah. positive outlook on the aging process. Looking wait, forward man. to seeing what you do. Yes. I'm, excited. I'm excited to be seeing what you guys do and working alongside you guys, too. Right so thanks, on. Chris. Thanks, thanks, Chris. Thank you.